Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Yes, it's the 12 Pangs of Christmas, all right, by Bob Rivers. And we want to thank our human suplex machine, John Gross, for giving us a laugh here on this Raw Monday. However, December the 12th, 2016, 12-12-16. Yes, folks, it's 13 days till Christmas, but we're counting down our days here in the final days of the year, however. And we welcome you to Episode 73 of Raw Radio. one 7044 of course, is the number. However, the caller ID is 139926-POUND. Joining me, as I said this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, we're oh, going to be one, getting three, this seven, four, four. Thank you, John. Uh, I made a mistake there. I know I'm getting tongue-tied here early in the going here, but you can tell it's a very exciting week here on Raw Radio. One three eight seven four four pound here, ladies and gentlemen. Not one three nine nine two six. My mistake. That's for the other show. I'll talk about that later. But we are here, however, for episode number seventy three. And of course, as you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine is with me right now, John Gross. John, it is another Monday. However, we're counting down the days to Christmas, and also it's a very special week here on Raw Radio, as it is yours truly, the Iceman's birthday here on Thursday, turning big four zero. However. So uh, those of you who are wishing me happy early birthday, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a great week so far, and we're going to start off the birthday week in style. Our first off, how are you doing today? Good. As am I, as am I. we got a lot of news to discuss this afternoon. Of course, we're going to talk about Roadblock coming up at the end of the line. Pay-per-view this next Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, live from my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Of course, tonight, Monday Night Raw in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They're going to be in Washington, D.C., your neck of the woods, tomorrow night for the Tribute to the Troops show. It should be a great show there. Of course, let's get into the news right now. We've got one or two things to discuss, so let's get into it right now. First off, of course, the big story coming out of Mexico today, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports, Reports, Lucha Blog is reporting that Alberto Del Rio was involved in a backstage fight this weekend at an arena in Mexico, seeing his brother, believe it or not, however, at the time he was with Paige, however, for a show, however, Russell in the main event. His brother, of course, now known as El Hio de Dos Cara, however, mind you. And as a result, local star Alan Extreme was apparently backstage and it is believed that Del Rio thought Extreme either touched him or Paige. The two began to swing at each other and then a fight began to spill in the hallway that connects excuse me, that connects the locker room 
to the fans' entrance. Many fans saw what happened. Now, Del Rio's condition is unknown at this point, but Allen's face was said to be, quote, in bad shape. He was, however, listed in stable condition as of this morning, however, but right now reports say both Page and Del Rio could be in some hot water because of what happened because they were apparently drinking before the fight actually occurred. John, if you're the WWE right now, I know Del Rio hasn't been on TV for a while and he asked for his release, but Page has already got two strikes against her, and already this could be the third and final strike. Could we say Page is finally gone from WWE? Yep. I would think so. I would think so. She's in big-time hot water right now with management, I think. Uh, she's already had two strikes against her. I mean, this being the latest, of course, now, possibly being strike three. Uh, earlier this last week, I watched Total Divas. She talked about her personal issues with Del Rio, of course, on and off camera, of course. It was very interesting to watch. But, yeah, if I'm WWE management right now, I would definitely say she is in big-time hot water with management. Uh, at this point, we'll have to wait and see what happens, of course. Uh, we'll be watching this very, very carefully in more ways than one. As I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, Raw is in Philadelphia tonight. Of course, one of the big stories going into tonight's Raw, obviously, is the record. Yes, folks, the record of the due day. And the question is, can they tie Demolition's record and get out of Philadelphia in one piece? Well, we're going to find that out here eventually, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, however, that will be coming up, of course, later on tonight. John, we've heard the talk all week, however, about the New Day trying to tie Demolition's record. i got to ask you, do they get out of Philadelphia still in one piece with the gold, or is the record going to go up in smoke tonight? I think the record's going to be going up in smoke. I really do. Mm-hmm, certainly. Certainly. I would I think so, too. It's going to be very, very interesting. It really is. I mean, it really, really is. It's going to be very interesting to watch. And joining us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, from Pittsburgh, of course, is the man who earlier this weekend traveled up north to the great white north, if you will, of Buffalo, New York, freezing his cojones off, if you will. He is the Steeler man himself, my friend from Pittsburgh, none other than Mr. Pittsburgh Steeler himself, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to Episode 73. We've got a lot to talk about. John and I were just talking about uh, the New Day's record tonight, of course, uh, possibly tying demolitions record. The question is, I have to ask you the same question. Is it going to be safe, or is it going to go up in smoke? Uh, it's going to be safe. Yeah, what a game we had yesterday at Buffalo. Yes, we did. I nothing yesterday. I was pretty warm last yesterday. Well, you were. Uh, and it, it, I mean, it was still pretty good up where you were. I yeah, saw the pictures. Uh, yeah, it was coming down, yeah. It was coming pretty good where you were sitting. Yes. And, John, let's let you know, Fonzie had really good seats down on the field level, however, if you will, however, thanks to a certain person, however, let's just say it was very, very neat to watch. I got the picture, actually, and uh, it was very cool to see that. Guys, another story we're talking about, obviously, of course, this just came in a few minutes ago. It's just as we were getting on the air. NXT has now announced that they will be doing another takeover show, this time the day before WrestleMania. So, folks in the Orlando area, buckle up your seatbelts and get ready because Santa's coming a little early for you guys this year. April the 1st, the day before WrestleMania TakeOver, will be coming to you live from Orlando, and tickets go on sale this Friday, folks. That's right, this Friday at 10 in the morning, if you're in the Orlando area, it is going to be coming to your town. We know they're not far from Winter Park, John. This is going to be very exciting to see Orlando be the hub-up of activity for the next week or so, beginning in April, as TakeOver, WrestleMania, SmackDown, and Raw all hit the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. And right now, would you say uh, we could be seeing uh, any of these superstars maybe uh, show up at WrestleMania, uh, depending on what happens to the Rumble, like a Samoa Joe, a Nakamura, possibly maybe even a Bobby Roode even, maybe? Yeah. 
Bonji, what do you think about uh, NXT taking over the Magic Kingdom, not far from their hometown of Winter Park, or just inside of Orlando? How this is going to be a busy week for Orlando? How they're going to have a lot of shows down there? <laughs> yep, and especially it's going to be a nice weather down there too. Oh yes, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. You're going to have a good crowd. Seventy-five, eighty thousand down there. Yeah, in the seventy-five, eighty degree warm weather in April. Yes, it, I know a few people are already going. I wish I could have made the trip this year. I mean, I have family down there, obviously, but. Uh, They'll definitely know that I'll be watching in spirit, however, and it'll be a very exciting yeah. time, however, to say the least. However, uh, we wish thing, we could go. Yes. We were all wishing we wish going. Yes, right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> one thing I did talk about, though, uh, as you were coming on the air, Fonzie, and John and I discussed it just as you were coming on the line, however, is another story about Alberto Del Rio and Page got into a little tiff over the weekend in Mexico. Apparently, Alberto Del Rio and Page were seen drinking at the show. We understand that Del Rio got into a fight with a superstar. We know Del Rio is right now pretty much on the outs with WWE, but right now, I asked John this question. I'm going to go back to you with this question, however. Page is, of course, involved with Del Rio. Right now, she's got two strikes against her. She says she's trying to come back from injury and everything like this. Could we say Paige is now on her way out of WWE at this point? I don't know. I haven't seen Paige for a while, so yes, I don't know. So I she had those. I think violation. She gets the divorce on a better Rio or something. Yeah, because them two. They can't get along for one second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, right. Uh, so well, she's been out of action thing. for a while. She's recovering, and then she gets into trouble like this, even though she was with Del Rio. However, she didn't get into any much, however, much tip, however, but Del Rio was defending her honor. Apparently, Del Rio was there to see his brother, the legendary El Hio de Dos Cara, however, is his name. And I know that's not a, a, you're thinking that's a make-up name, but that's a real name. But they said he uh, busted this guy in the face pretty hard way to Del Rio. However, he is listed in stable condition, we understand. And as a result, both Paige and Del Rio were said to be drinking before the show even occurred or the fight happened. However, I'd say Del Rio's in a little bit of trouble right now once again. As far as Paige goes, I think WWE right now is going to give her strike three, and she's out the door. Yeah. She could be oh, really no. much in trouble. Good. We'll yeah. definitely be watching this very carefully, guys. No question about it. So uh, that being said, we'll definitely be watching it throughout the week. However, uh, another thing we want to talk about, obviously, of course, outside wrestling, just for a few seconds before we get to the birthdays and dates, and then get into our main stories of the main points of the day, is the Heisman Trophy Award show was on Saturday night in New York City. Of course, Lamar Jackson of the Louisville Cardinals won the Heisman Trophy, beating out Deshaun Watson and Jabril Preppers, among others. Uh, John, I know you're not a college fan, but uh, Lamar Jackson. One of the best quarterbacks in the country behind Deshaun Watson. He's already talking about going number one with possibly the Cleve Browns or the San Francisco 49ers in the draft, maybe, if he decides to turn pro. Uh, you got to give the man his kudos for winning the Heisman on Saturday night in New York. Yes, I do. And, Fonzie, what about your thoughts? I know you and I'll I be had right to back, gentlemen. All right. Well, John's stepping out, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get Fonzie's uh, answer here. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take about Lamar Jackson winning Heisman? I think it was the jinx. I I think Watson should have got it. Yeah. Honestly, because Louisville lost to Houston and yes. I guess they that that loss didn't cost them so and yep. uh, I guess Watson got his uh thing cut off because yep. it beat them and uh but yeah, and, but you know what? But but you know what? Watson did win pick pick up some hardware along the way. He won the Walter Camp Award. I mean, he yeah, won the best quarterback of the year. But I think he the Heisman, was the he best, would have liked to have uh, had. I agree. Yes, I agree. I think he was the best out of Jackson. 
They're both good. Yes, they Honestly. are. Oh, they're terrific. They're both I great athletes. From no, my doubt. Th- no doubt. I think from my thing, yeah. I think Ralston should have won. Oh, I agree. Honestly. I agree. Even though he had, he struggled down the stretch, I would agree. And he's got a big game coming up, obviously, in that bowl game against Ohio State and Urban Meyer at the Fiesta Bowl. That's going to be a great yeah. festival in a couple uh, of weeks there yeah. in Arizona. That's going to be a fun, fun game. But we'll be watching that very carefully. Um, let's give you the number again, folks. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. And you can join us right now for episode seventy three. You got the heartbreak kid here, Fonz. You got the human suplex machine. And of course, you got yours truly, the Ice Man here, celebrating his fortieth birthday three days or should yes, yeah, should I say three days a little early? Let's just say as it is coming up this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night we will have a two for Tuesdays. We do every Tuesday night, beginning at seven p.m. Gerard T. Smith and I will have your wrestling revisitor turning into the time machine. And to another time and place, we will let you know where that will begin at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time till 8 o'clock, 139926. And this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, a very special Sunday night Hall Hour Show edition of Revolution, 138055 pound, beginning at 5 p.m. The Roadblock Predictions, however, we're going to get our predictions in here today as well here on Raw Radio as well, some other things going on. The caller ID is 138055 pound. Of course, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, I will not be part of the panel, however, as far as my bet, uh, predictions go, but I will be making my predictions here on here today and later on this week on the Revolution Show, because this Sunday, folks, yours truly, I, the Iceman, will be there in attendance, however, seeing the show in person Sunday night at the PPG Paints Arena, the PPG Arena in Pittsburgh, whatever you want to call it, however, and tickets are still good. Tickets are still available. So those of you who are looking for a great Christmas gift for your kids, however, if you just want to go for yourself, however, not your girlfriend, your wife, your boyfriend, your sister, your niece, nephew, whatever, get your tickets now. They're still available at the box office at the PPG Arena. John, have you returned to the line? Yes, I have returned to the line. All right. Well, let's turn it over now to John, who's got our birthdays and dates in history, however, for the weekend, however, from Saturday and Sunday as well as today. So let's do that right now before we get into our early predictions for Roadblock. John, go right ahead. Yes, sir. <laughs> Forty-four years ago today in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, Ric Flair made his professional wrestling debut <laughs> with a ten-minute, ten-minute time limit draw against George Jazaski. Yes, I remember he talked about that on one of his DVDs. Actually, said it was the scariest ten minutes of his life after going through Fern Gagne's camp. I remember that. Yes. Hmm. Forty-three years ago today in New York City, Madison Square Garden. Bruno San Martino beats Stan Stasiak to win the WWWF Championship. Yes, Stan Stasiak, the legendary man known of the heart att- who always had the heart attack punch. Of course, the father of the great Sean State. Well. Of the mid cards, Sean Stasiak, but Stan known as Stan the man. Of course, this was Bruno's second reign. I remember. Yeah, forty-one years ago today in Miami, Florida, Terry Funk beat Jack Briscoe to win the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Who's that? Um, Terry Funk. Ooh, those guys always had some great battles back in the seventies. I remember Funk and Briscoe were like the flair and dusty of the eighties. I remember they used to have some serious battles all over the Florida territory. I remember back in the day. Yeah. Um, seventeen years ago today, in Osaka, Japan, Tenru beat Kiji Muta to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Two great Japanese legends there, and Tenru and, of course, the great Muda, as you mentioned. Yes, certainly Muda, of course, over the years with great battles of Ric Flair, Sting, Lex Luger, among others. Sixteen years ago today, WWE presented Armageddon from the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center 
in Birmingham, Alabama. That's right. And, and this is so special to me in the main event yes. because we had a six-man Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Yes. It was Kurt Angle, yes. the boy, Rakishi, yes. the Rock, yes. the Undertaker, yes. and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Yes, it was. And I consider this match one of the best Hell in a Cell matches on record. Oh, it was. It was a great match. And that was when, uh, wasn't that the one, I think it was Rikishi got pushed off backwards into that flatbed it was? Oh, yes, it was. I remember that now, yes. Undertake, Undertaker was the one that That's did that. That's right, the Undertaker did that. That's right. And also you had Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon in that truck. The reason why it was there is because Vince McMahon tried to break the cell door. That's right. He, 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 I think he had to use like a chain. He put a chain on and just tried to drive it out like four, full speed ahead off the rampway, I remember. Yes, I recall that now. Yes. Yeah, and I think he was trying to take all the wrestlers with him. Yeah, but much. thankfully for Mick Foley. Yes. If it wasn't for Mick Foley, we would have seen the last of Armageddon. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it, yes. Yep. Ten years ago today... TNA presented Turning Point for from the Impact Zone. Hmm. <laughs> What's so funny? Eric Young defeated Miss Brooks in a bikini contest. Oh, that's right. I remember that watching that. I watched the highlights of that. I recall that now. Yes, yes. Nine years ago, WWE presented the Raw 15th anniversary special. That's right, yes. And the show was filled with cameos. Big Dick, well, Big Dick Johnson, Howard Finkel, Bastion Booger, Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe, Stephanie McMahon, Sonny, uh, Eric Bischoff, Lena, Trish Stratus, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Probably one of the greatest draws ever. Yeah, it was pretty good, you're right. Um, let's see, what else? Three years ago today, WWE announced that WrestleMania 31 would take place at the new Levi's Stadium. Yes, I had a friend who went out there, actually. It's a nice stadium, though. It's really nice. Right in the heart of Silicon Valley. Believe me, it's a very nice Mm -hmm. area. And it's a happy 32nd birthday to JTG. And speaking of which, however, his partner I just heard over the weekend, believe it or not, stopped the robbery in Florida. Did you guys hear anything about that at all? No. No. Yeah. He was, I guess, in a gas station somewhere. I guess it was in Jacksonville, Tampa over the weekend or last Friday night, I think it was. I read this on 411 Media. I'm going to thank my friend. Oh, oh, yes. I'm I'm looking at this right now. I just found it. Okay. Yeah. So it it was a very interesting story. So, yes. And uh, he turned 32 on Saturday. And also, do we have another birthday on Saturday, or are we good? I think we're good, but... Well, there's one here. birthday. Well, actually, there is one birthday I do know on Saturday. is S.A. Rios, turning 38. Yeah. All right, but here's the best of DSS on this day. Okay. Jake Roberts apparently wanted to have sex with Bray Wyatt. What? What was it? What was this? What was this, John? Last year. He must have been totally stoned at the time, because I think he was really spaced out, I remember, at the time when he said this. 
I don't remember him ever saying that. That is weird. That is weird and bizarre, to say the least. Yeah. All right, let's go to Sunday. And while John's looking for Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, let's remind you, of course, uh, this Wednesday night, of course, of course, Tuesday night, we continue on our two for Tuesday with Raw Recap, of course, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. on Revolution 138055-pound. And then we got a triple stack lineup for you this Wednesday, uh, including a very special uh, wrestling debate, let's just say, beginning at 8 p.m. or a little after 8 o'clock this Saturday. And, of course, the caller ID is 139925-pound. Okay, uh, what do we got for Sunday there, John? All right, 40... All right, December 11th. Yes. 19 years ago today at a Raw is War taping in Lowell, Massachusetts. Yes. Triple H beat Shawn Michaels to win the WWE European Championship. Yes. Was this the Raw, I think, that this was turned out to be a farce when uh, they fooled each other, and I guess they did something after this show or towards the end of the show doing something that was a little X-rated, if I remember correctly? Yeah. I thought so. I knew it was it. I knew it was coming up on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, 14 years ago today, Sonny Siaki beat Jerry Lynn to win the NWA X Division Championship. That was a pretty good match. I remember watching some of that match recently. That was a good match, yeah, because the X Division's always been a very popular division in TNA, I remember. Yes. Eleven years ago today, TNA presented Turning Point from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. Hmm. Interesting. We had a barbed wire massacre match between Sabu and Abyss. Ooh. Two brutal legends there, especially Sabu, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Six years ago today, WWE presented Tribute to the Troops. Yes. And this was the last Tribute to the Troops event to be held outdoors. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So moving indoors, you're right. I recall that now, yep. And, of course, they'll be doing that tomorrow night, like I said, in your neck of the woods, John, there at the Verizon Center in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I think it's on Wednesday, Tribute to the Troops. Oh, it is. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Because, in fact, they're going to do two nights of tapings. You're right. I, I thought it was tomorrow. You're right. You're right. Yep. You're right. It's Wednesday. I always think it's – I'm thinking it was tomorrow because Wednesday, I don't know what they're going to do. You're right. They're, taping Smack, they're doing SmackDown Live tomorrow, DC2, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it's all three of them on USA. Right. Both are on USA. That's right. You're right, Fonzie. And joining yeah. us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, before John continues – is the man, the myth, the legend. He is the king of kings, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome in the leader of the Unicorn Army, Howard, ladies and gentlemen. He is everyone's favorite Santa's little boy, if you will, but he's also the man, the myth, the legend. Here he is, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? Don't you dare be sour. We were just talking about them, actually, and I want to ask you, Howard, I'm going to get your opinion. There's a lot going on, John. Hold off on the news for a minute. I want to ask you a couple of questions here. Where there's a couple of big stories coming on the wire today. First off, of course, the big story over the weekend, apparently, Del Rio and Paige were at an event in Mexico, we understand, where Del Rio was a little inebriated, let's just say, along with Paige, and apparently there was a big fisticuff brawl right now. We know that Del Rio is not in WWE for the time being, or right now in general, but Paige has two strikes against her, and I would say right now WWE is looking for strike three on her. Could this be the end of Paige's run in WWE after what happened with uh, Del Rio in the brawl this past weekend in Mexico? Yeah, I'd say she's going to get future endeavored because they want her to break up with them 
get away yes. from. So. Oh yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. No question about it. I mean, she. I mean, I watched Total Divas this past week, and I saw when uh, they started talking about her relationship early on with Del Rio. It was, it was quite interesting. Let's just say, but yeah, I would have to say that there is a lot of uh, unhappy people with Paige right now. I mean, she says she was trying to come back from the injury. She wanted to keep her nose clean. They told her to stop getting in trouble. Well, this just got her right back into maybe some more trouble, let's just say. Another thing we talked about, you just did our uh, New Day greeting there. Uh, I think you're going to probably say yes to this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Does the New Day stay champs are and tie demolitions record as of tonight? Can they get out of Philadelphia still with the gold, shall we say, after tonight? I want the club to win, but uh, I guess they're going to break it. They might as well. I guess they're there for now. Like, they're right there, so Mm -hmm, probably going to break it well we'll see i mean the new day is about nine hours away from tying the record they're, they're right now nine hours away from tying that record and they could break it uh by the end of tonight however and by tomorrow night however we could see on smackdown or by next monday night in columbus however maybe even sunday in pittsburgh the record officially be broken unless it officially comes up a little short tonight, Howard. We're definitely going to be talking about that here throughout the show this afternoon. Uh, so, uh, John, let's get back to more birthdays and dates, and then, of course, we will start getting into our roadblock uh, breakdown. So, uh, John, please continue. <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, five years ago today, WWE presented tribute to the troops from the Crown Coliseum in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yes. That's right. That's right. I remember that. Two years ago today, NXT presented TakeOver Free Revolution. Yes, I have that. The show is noted for the debut of Kevin Steen, known going forward as Kevin Owens. Oh, yes. I think Gerard remembers that, as do I. That was a great night. That was was the night Sammy beat Neville, wasn't it? And Owens came out and then powerbombed him. Yes. Yep. That was a great pay-per-view. I remember that pay-per-view. That was a fantastic show. Happy 42nd birthday to Ray Mysterio Jr. Yes. Yes. And also, on, uh, is there any other birthdays to, uh, from yesterday? Nope. Actually, there is one, and Gerard's going to love this, and Gerard, you and I, and Fonzie are going to cringe this one. James Ellsworth's birthday was yesterday. He turned 32. The little pipsqueak, James Ellsworth. It was his birthday. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 32 yesterday. Good, uh, James Ellsworth. Yeah, 32. He's got to be freaking... Uh, little runt. That little runt. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, my God. I know, I know, I know. And uh, real quick before John gets into Monday's birthdays, I'm going to ask everyone quickly, and I did not get to see it except for just a small snippet. Did anyone watch SNL on Saturday night with Cena? And if so, how did he fare? Uh, Gerard, I'll start with you. Gerard. He's there. Gerard, are you there, sir? Yes. Okay. What was okay. your? We didn't know. Okay. What was your thoughts on Cena and SNL? How did he fare? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't see it. Okay. Uh, John, did you get a chance to watch it at all? No. Fonzie, did you? Nope. I didn't either. We'll have to catch up, I guess. However, I heard he looked okay. I heard he did okay because they said one of my when I'm reading right now. They, they said he host. They drew the best ratings since the weekend after the election. Apparently, he did pretty well. 
And uh, I know for a fact, speaking of NXT, guys, real quick, Howard, that's another thing I was going to tell you, Gerard. NXT has been announced now, as of today, they will be hosting right before WrestleMania. So it looks like Orlando's going to be the place to be for a full week. you got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, the Hall of Fame, all those good things, and then some. They're also bringing back a familiar name, Howard. I think you might remember this name, Chris Hero, believe it or not. What's your uh, thoughts about uh, NXT uh, going to be back in their own yard, Howard, so to speak, for WrestleMania, Howard, as it should be a busy week in Orlando? No, it should be pretty good. I don't know about that Chris Hero thing because uh, unless he's lost a lot of weight and he wants to work, yes. I don't think he'll be back. But uh, I read the report that he might be back. But on his Twitter, it says he's disappointed in the journalism. So I don't know. Because he, he got uh, like pretty big there. Yeah, he did. You're right. And his birthday's in a couple weeks, however, mind you, huh? Uh, mind you, and uh, it says, however, I mean, he's going to be turning 37 in a couple weeks, and that leads me to wonder, with him coming back, I know, however, he'd been cut due to his conditioning and whatnot, but if he is slimmed down, good for him, and if that's the case, could we see, and I'm going to ask everyone this question, too, and I'll start with you, Gerard, first, could we see some matches maybe with Hiro and Nakamura, him and Samoa Joe, possibly? Yeah, and you could also team him back up with... Uh... Cesaro, they were the kings of wrestling. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Yes, you're correct. And speaking of Cesaro, I knew I love this, guys. I just saw something about Cesaro, actually, recently. I read it this morning. He is actually going to be in a future episode of Ride Along with uh, your boy there, Gerard, and our boy, oh, Seth Effenrods. They're filming it tonight, I think. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Him and Rollins in the car together, that would be fun to watch. That would be great. I could the see that. The club was a really good one to watch. Yes, so I saw that, actually. I watched that on Friday, actually. Friday afternoon, I watched a little bit of that. That was pretty good. Yeah, I saw that online. That was awesome. That was very cool. Uh, John, what's your take about Chris Hero returning to NXT and where they're going to go with him? I haven't seen him, but I think he might be okay. Mm-hmm, certainly, certainly. Uh, uh, Fonzie, what's your take? I know you haven't seen him, but what's your take about him coming back to NXT? Yeah. All right, that's. I guess they they wanted like that. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I have to show you guys. I got for something. There's a video I just saw. How apparently, however, uh, this one. I guess, uh, mind you, your boy Gerard. I don't know if you saw this or not. And this happened over the weekend. I guess at a house oh. show. Kevin Owens pissed off a kid and a mother? Yes! I just saw that. What was your take on that? I want to get everyone's take on this one. Oh, come on. It's back to the heel days. I loved it. <laughs> That's how they should be. But the, the fans and the mother and the parents are too too fragile. Back in the day, the Dudley boys used to spit on the fans. And oh, yeah. Signs up Because you're a heel, right? Right. Right. So I liked it, but that, it's Kevin Owens. He likes to troll people. He does it on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no question about it. I, I, it's very interesting, to say the least. No doubt about it. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take? Oh, uh, It's always something with this. Yeah. Uh, uh, every day you hear something stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Gerard said it. So, yeah, uh, that's what we did. I don't know. 
God, I want to get these fat. It's hilarious, though. Yes, certainly, certainly, no question about it. Uh, John, what's your take? <laughs> yeah, my take exactly. And Kevin, uh, I agree with your art. Kevin Owens trolling people. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And like I said, I would agree there, no question about it. I mean, like I said, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool too. How I just watched, I just saw the video myself. How I, I kind of agree. I mean, it was funny, but I mean, sometimes how you can go a little too far by what you say, how you just got to be careful how you say it, though. I mean, take the case of Chris Jericho and that fan a few years ago that got very heated outside of the arena, but that was then, that was outside of the show. But, yeah, I think, I mean, if the guy, if the kid, I mean, certainly, I mean, the kid was maybe a little wrong. Maybe the parent was wrong, too, especially the parent. I'm not going to say the kid was wrong in this case, mind you. But I'm going to say if the parent was wrong, however, in this case, however, so be it. But like I said, I just think, however, you should have known what was happening the whole time. Plain simple. Yeah, me I mean, too. that's all I can say. So uh, we'll definitely be uh, watching this very carefully, and uh, we'll definitely put it up here in the. Uh, we can, one of us is going to find it. We're going to have to put it in the archive version of, a, one, of one of the uh, pages here on Facebook. Uh, okay, with that said, let's go back now to uh, Monday and uh, resume uh, birthdays and dates with John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Or. We get crazy. 27 years ago today, WWE take no holds barred from the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. <laughs> a no holds barred match, a tag team steel cage match between the duo of Hulk Hogan and British the Barber Beefcake and the tandem of Macho Man Randy Savage and Zeus was the featured bout of a wrestling challenge tapement. Hmm. And it was Hogan and Sav Brutus Beefcake winning. Hmm. 26 years ago today, the AWA World Heavyweight Championship is retired when their champion, Larry Zabisco, leaves for WCW. Yes, that's right, and that's when they started the the Federation collapse right about that point. 17 years ago today, WWE presented Armageddon from the National Car Yeah. From the National Car Rental Center in Sunrise, Florida, a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. Seventeen thousand fifty four were in attendance with three seventy one thousand homes watching on pay per view. Hmm. Miss Kitty beat Ivory, Jacqueline, and BB in a four corners evening gown match to win the WWE Women's Title. Post-match, Miss Kitty stripped off her gown and briefly flashed the crowd before Sergeant Slaughter rushed in and covered her with a towel. That's right. I remember that. That was great. Yep, and that's when Mae Young took it a little too far, I remember. And speaking of more title changes, we have more. Val Venus beat the British Bulldog and D'Lo Brown in a triple threat match. Yes. To win the WWE European Championship. Good triple threat match there. Mm -hmm. Chris Jericho beat China to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yes. And Triple H beat Vince McMahon in a street fight. And that's what started the McMahon-Helmsley era. Oh, yeah. Oh, who could ever forget the good old Attitude Era days? Yes, indeed. 
12 years ago today, WWE presented Armageddon. Yes. From uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Um, John, there was a good matchup, and one of the great matches on Armageddon 2004 on SmackDown was the uh, Fatal 4-Way match. Yes. It was John Bradshaw, Layfield, Eddie Guerrero, The Undertaker, and Booker T. Man, that was a good main event right there. Yes, it was. Yep. Nine years ago today, WWE... Oh, my goodness. Hmm. WWE released a jingle with Jillian on iTunes. Oh, that's right, Jillian Hall. That didn't do very well, I remember. It bombed after, like, three days, I remember. Yeah. Five years ago today, WWE aired a special edition of Raw from Norfolk, Virginia in 2011. Yes. And the show is noted for return of the remasked Demon Kane. That's right. Yes. Yep. Four years ago today, PWInsider.com reported that WWE was talking to focus groups online about ways to generate interest in the Divas division. That research and feedback would give birth to the reality series Total Diva. Uh, And look where it is now, Scott. Six, six years eight. later, six years later, it's continuing to get interest. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, thank you. Three years later. Sure. All right. Here's a lot of birthdays. I may not know a lot of them, but bear with me. Go ahead. Does, does anyone know Eddie Kingston? Uh, what's the name again? Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he's in TNA right now. Yes, yeah, he's one of the the Death Court Council members. Okay. He used to be in NXT. Okay. Gerard uh, knows who that is. How old today there, uh, John? 35. All right. Happy 50th birthday to uh, Yoshiro Outside, best known to wrestling fans as Ultimo Dragon. Oh, the ultimate, one of my favorite cruiserweights. This guy held nine belts at one time, I remember. Well, next to Ray, one of my all-time international favorite cruiserweights. This guy had some great battles in the day with Liger and Psychosis and Hoobie and Malenko. He was fantastic. He, and he was also in the WWE for a brief cup of coffee for a little while, I remember, too. Yeah. Happy 52nd birthday to uh, Sabu. Nice. The homicidal, suicidal, genocidal madman. Still going strong at 52. Yeah. Um, and one of our favorites as well. He was on our show last March as well. It was, uh, happy 65th birthday for, uh, Gary Michael Capetta. Oh, yes. That's yeah. right. That's right. I forgot all about we had him. And I'm trying to get him rebooked, actually, too, actually, on the show after the holiday. Yes, a great announcer over the years. He used to announce a lot of great shows back in the Northeast in the old Worldwide Wrestling Federation in the 70s and later went on to NWA and WCW. But, yeah, he started out in the WWF, if you will, in the mid-70s, so like announcing in the Meadowlands. And uh, he also did a lot of the Philadelphia Spectrum shows back in the day, I remember. And he also did a couple uh, shows in your neck of the woods, John, in D.C. a few times. But he was always, like, in the Northeast quarter, and then he went down south and became a big name in Hotlanta with WCW and the NWA. So uh, 
I remember that very, very well. So, yeah, so some really good birthdays today, guys. No question about it, especially falling about four days before. And we got one more. Who's that? It's a happy Amy second birthday to uh, one of Shawn Michaels' uh, trainers, Jose Lothario. Another great gentleman, Jose Lothario, yes. Former world-class championship wrestling competitor. That's right back in the 80s in the Texas Territory, yes. So uh, happy birthday all those gentlemen and ladies uh, this weekend uh, and today. Certainly a very special day. And as I mentioned, of course, I started out my big 40th uh, year of existence here. I began it actually, I should say, Saturday night. I'm going to continue it until next Sunday. So there you go. That's another note. But anyway, uh, thank you very much, John. And we will definitely be uh, wishing those people and myself a very Happy day. So, anyway, guys, let's give you the number again. one 444 Caller ID one three eight seven four four pounds You can talk to us right now. We have got a great uh, rest of the show lined up for you this afternoon. Of course, let's introduce the panel. Of course, first off from Ontario, Canada, my man himself, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the host of TNA Main Event, which you can hear each and every Sunday night tower, beginning at 5 p.m., one four two one three one pound as well as all of the other shows here, including Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and Revolution. Also joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, Front Row, Virginia, who supplies our birthdays and days every day of the year, however, here on our show, as well as all the other shows, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and of course, from Pittsburgh, my neck of the woods, the heartbreak kid himself, Fonty. Gentlemen, Roblox is this Sunday, however, we've got some matches listed already, however, I'm going to get everyone's take on the uh, early thoughts of Roadblock before we get into match predictions time, however. Uh, I'll start with Gerard first. Gerard, we've only got a few matches listed so far. We'll sure we'll have some more listed tonight. What's your uh, take on the card going into Sunday as the final show of the year is progressing? Well, it looks not too bad. I guess they're going to have to name a few uh, more matches tonight to get her going. Mm-hmm. You sure. don't want Sunday to be a filler to throw matches in there. Right, right, exactly. I agree. I would definitely agree there. No question about it. Uh, John, what's your take for Sunday? Um, it's got a lot of good matches. You got Sasha and Charlotte, 30-minute Iron Man match. Um, yes. Owens and Reigns, Rollins and Jericho. Yes. And you're going to love I hope that they make some more matches here tonight as well. Mm-hmm, certainly, certainly. They need to have, I think it should be Cass and Rusev. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're going to see. We'll definitely. But that hotel room incident was. Yeah, that was awesome. a little crazy there last Sunday. Or not last Sunday. Last Monday, no doubt about it. We'll definitely uh, touch upon that very shortly. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take of uh, Roadblock going into uh, Sunday night? How many matches are there so far? We got three, so far about three, maybe four. We're going to have a couple more listed, I'm sure, tonight, however, I would imagine. I think the one that will be the best, it will be Charlotte and Sasha again. Yes. Oh, I would agree. Uh, I, I would definitely agree. They, 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 put, they, they should have put that your main event. Yeah. Yeah. Short. yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I would put, agree. I mean, they've they, 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 got for the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be talking about these matches in more detail as we break down the lineup for you. And, uh, of course, we're going to also throw out matches that they have not announced yet, however, and some have already been announced already. Uh, like we said, folks, there's about three or four have been listed already, but there's a couple more that are going to be listed, however. 
Uh, so with that said, let's turn it to the lineup and look at the card right now. Again, these are in no order particular, but again, we were going to throw matches out there as well to tell you if there's going to be an extra match or two being thrown on the card. I'm sure there will be. Uh, first off, let's go to, uh, the first match of the night. This is a bonus match I could see happening, mind you. However, it will be, I think, as, uh, Gerard mentioned, how I think we're going to see Cass and Rusev go at it. So I'm going to say they'll add this to the show. And I'm going to start with Gerard's prediction on this first. Uh, Cass and Rusev, who do you like? Rusev Crush. So Rusev is his prediction. Okay. John, Cass and Rusev. I'm going to go with Rusev. You're going to go with Rusev too. So two for Rusev. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Going for the big cast. You're going with big cast. And you know what? I'm going to side with you. I'm going to go with big cast too, guys. I think big cast is looking for retribution for his buddy, and I think we're going to see something develop out of that. So how, about, be- how about Lana, the bitch? Oh, set up, set up Enzo Amore yep. so yep. badly that, oh, my God. Yeah, last Monday. I was just saying that. Yeah, from last Monday. Yep, I agree. I would agree. Yeah. No doubt about it. Okay, guys, let's go to the next match. Presumably, depending on what happens here tonight and how they word it, however, the New Day, I'm going to say for right now, stays champs, however, for the moment, however. But who they take on next remains to be seen, however. I'm going to say the New Day gets by tonight, however, depending on if it's an elimination or not. But I think if the New Day skate by somehow by the skin of their teeth here, I think they're going to have a big challenge in store for them. And I'm telling you right now, I know right now, however, we got one set of champions down, but could we see a surprise team show up maybe and shock the world on Sunday? I think we could, and if that's the case, I'm going to say it right now. I think it's going to be maybe. This is going to be crazy for me to say it, though. I think it'll be the New Day taking on the team of, uh, oh, wow, this is tough. This is real tough. But you know what? I'm going to say it right now. I'm gonna, this is a very goofy thing for me to say. They will take on the revival. I'm saying it right now. The revival. Who's on the revival? Dash, Dash and Dawson from NXT. These guys haven't been brought up yet. I think they've run through everyone in the tag division on Raw. Howard. There's no one left. They've run through all the teams over and over again, unless they bring the Dudleys back again for one night. I can't see that happening this time. I think the revival will come in. Maybe somehow, unless they move the Ascension over to Raw. But if they don't bring in the Ascension for this show, I think the Revival will show up and shock the world. I'm telling you right now, the Revival will show up, I think, this Sunday. I have a gut feeling telling me about this right now. And I think if the New Day somehow gets out with the skin of their teeth by winning this triple threat tonight here at Raw in Philly, I think the Revival could stop the uh, record, and I think you're going to see the record be going up in smoke. If not tonight, then definitely Sunday. So I'm going to say the Revival shocks everyone on Sunday and faces the New Day. Gerard, what about you? Who faces the New Day if they get by tonight on Sunday, do you feel? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like the the Revival thing, though, because I'm a big fan of the Revival. They're a great uh, tag team. Yes. They are the top guys, but uh, I don't know if they'll be coming up yet, but the uh, yeah, I'd like to see them there, uh, face them, or uh, I don't know where else you could go with it, because mm-hmm. it's like the club, and then Sheamus and uh, Cesaro right. taking them on. they got to have some new blood in there. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. I don't know. 
Well, we'll definitely be watching this very carefully. John, what do you think? Yeah, I agree here, too. Okay. And, Fonzie, what about you? What do you think? Who faces the uh, New Day should the New Day get by? <laughs> I know you're going to say, I'm, what the hell are you smoking? But go ahead. I'm going to say the D-rate, uh, the D-X. Shawn Michaels and Triple H will come back probably for that surprise match and it's they shock the war. They could. They could. If that could. That's not a bad option. I mean, I'm not saying that's, a, that's not or, a bad option. Or the brother, the brother, David Trish and the brothers from oh. The Undertaker and Kate. Yes. Well, yeah. that's, that's not bad. I mean, you got some good predictions there. I like that. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, we'll definitely be watching that. Like I said, guys, it depends on how the New Day gets out of Philadelphia tonight. You know, I mean, the New Day's got their hands full tonight, and they're going to have to be praying hard, however. I mean, they're going to have to be really praying hard. Who are they facing tonight? They're going to be facing Cesaro and Sheamus and also the club at a triple threat. I don't know oh, if, yeah, that's right. I don't know, if it's, right. I don't know if it's first pinfall or basically first pinfall the team's eliminated. No, or, uh, yeah, no it's... Elimination. Um, they said... Is it elimination? It's a triple match. No, it's not elimination. Okay. Whoever pins. So, the, the, the New Day can be pinned. Correct. So, they can lose a title without right being there. pinned. Right there. Exactly. Correct. Yes. yes I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah. right. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Yes. You're yeah. exactly right. And speaking of which, by the way, however, if you check out on Top Peel right now, Right now, Gerard put a very sweet-ass photo of Gallows and Anderson. That is awesome, Gerard. I love it. Very awesome. Very, very cool. It's just too sweet. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And hopefully tonight, <laughs> this is their night. This is their night, I feel. This could be their night. We'll see. Uh, another match, guys, uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, has not been announced yet, is the Cruiserweight match, however, and things are getting interesting in that division. Rich Swan, of course... Uh, won the title a few weeks ago. Could we see him take on one of the other cruiserweights, maybe like a Noam Dar, a Brian Kendrick, a Tony Nice? Uh, Gerard, I gotta ask you, what do you think they're gonna do there? Uh, maybe take on uh, T.J. Perkins, maybe. Yeah, that would be a good match. I could see him and T.J.P. going at it. Yeah. That would be very entertaining. I've been I've been very impressed with TJP since I first watched him in the tournament. How I mean he is a very good uh, wrestler and very hardworking, no doubt about it. I'd like to see that too. John, what do you think? Where do you think they're going to go with the cruiserweights? Uh, I think I think they'll go with it. And Fonzie, what about you? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll go with that too, probably. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. However. All right. With that said, guys, let's get now into the heart of the action, ladies and gentlemen, as we like to say here on the show. And our first matchup of this show, of course, is the big Iron Woman match, the 30-minute Iron Woman match. Sasha Banks, Charlotte, part whatever. It doesn't really matter. Every time they up the bar, we've seen Hell in a Cell. We've seen uh, SummerSlam. We've seen Raw in July. We saw... Uh, what happened uh, a few weeks ago in Charlotte, Charlotte's hometown. Now we're seeing it here in Pittsburgh. I mean, every time they just find a way to raise the bar and then some. And, John, I'm going to start with you on this one. Who wins this, and does this feud finally come to a close? Yes, I think this feud will come to a close. All right, and who is your winner? Sasha. Sasha, okay. All right, Fonzie, what about you? 
it's not going to end. Yes. But I'm going to go with the boss herself, Sasha Banks. All right, so you're going to go with Sasha, too. And Gerard. Do with Flair. So Charlotte wins it for the fourth time. And you know what, however? I want to agree with my other three guys. I think Charlotte has had a great run. She's had a fantastic year. She is not Diva of the Year and Superstar Woman of the Year. I am going to be shocked because I think she's deserving of it as much as I don't like her. But right now, I think you've got to do it with the boss, Howard, and the boss means business, Howard. I know Charlotte meant what she did last week, Howard. It was a little out of bounds, Howard, especially when she slapped her far late in the show, and we'll definitely touch upon that here but later on in the show this afternoon. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be the boss from Boston taking hold of the title. I really, really do. I mean, I think she's going to retain it. It's going to be a great, great matchup. So I'm going to go with Sasha. All right, up next, speaking of Canada, ladies and gentlemen, we've got two Canadians going at it, however, who are going to be with two of their rivals in this one separately. They haven't fought yet, but right now we're going to talk about one of them. Obviously, we'll go with Chris Jericho versus uh, Seth Rollins. Gerard, I know you're itching for this match. Give us your thoughts. I'm not really itching for it because it's two of my favorites, so kind of hard to pick. Yeah. Um, I got to go with Seth fucking Rollins. All right, you're going to take Rollins, and you know what? I'm going to take Rollins, too. I think it's going to be a good match, however. Hopefully uh, you don't see uh, some uh, shenanigans being pulled, but you never know. Uh, that being said, let's go to uh, John. Who do you like, Seth Rollins or Jericho? Um, I like Seth Rollins. All right. And Fonzie, what about you? Seth fucking Rollins. All right, there you go. Atta boy, Fonzie. There you go. <laughs> and guys, you're going to like this. I just saw something pretty cool. You're going to love this, however. Who do I get to spend Christmas with, however, of your favorite superstars? So uh, let's tell you right now who we get first off before we continue, however. Uh, John is going to celebrate Christmas. You're going to love this, John, with Nikki Bella. Ah, Gerard, you get to ex- celebrate Christmas with Xavier. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I get to celebrate Christmas with Enzo Amore. How you doing? How you doing? And Fonzie, when's your oh, birthday no. again? Mine is this September. Oh, boy. John, you're going to laugh at this. Everyone's going to laugh at this. Fonzie, you're going to really hate me for this now. You get to celebrate Christmas with Roman Reigns. So there you go. You got Rowan, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. It's just the way it was. And speaking no, of Rowan... No, 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 no. Yeah, it does. I'm looking at this thing right now. Someone put up, I spent Christmas with... Yes, it is. And speaking of Roman, guys, let's talk about this. Uh, well, here's another one, okay? And this is from our good friend Ronda Rush Wright, however, okay? Uh, let's see here. We'll go with... Uh, Gerard first. The first letter, it says, what job should you really have, however, first and last? So let's do it. Gerard's would be ridiculous artist. Uh, John's is, let's see, drunk model. I'm drunk writer. And Fonzie is hungry teacher. I know. I know. I don't know, man. Drunk teacher. Drunk teacher. Drunk teacher. Yep, hungry teacher, and uh, John got uh, John got drunk model. I got drunk uh, writer. So there you go. 
And I didn't get drunk anything. What the hell? I don't know, man. I don't know. And, you know, just for shits and giggles, let's keep this going for a minute because I want to go back to that again. If I can find it, I want to find out what Michelle's in chat is. Hold on. We'll get this in a minute. I just saw it. I mean, this is too funny not to laugh at. Let's see here. Where is it? Uh, where is it? I just saw it. It's so This is positively hysterical. Uh, crap. I'm looking here, guys. Bear with me. I can't believe it. I can't believe this. Uh, this this is too much. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it? Damn it! I just saw it. I know it's somewhere, guys. Bear with me. It's too funny. Uh uh oh. Never mind. I was just seeing something. It's nothing. It's something funny. I'll be. Oh, this. We're gonna see where Michelle is. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I'm trying to find Michelle's thing, however, mind you. And, and like I said, hopefully she'll be back with us this weekend. We're referring to Michelle, of course, ladies and the Black Widow, the host of Attitude Radio, along with Gerard Howard, every Saturday night, 138982. This Saturday night, you can listen to them. And this Saturday night, they'll be definitely talking about Roadblock, NXT, Raw, UFC, MMA, TNA, ROH, and everything under the sun, 138982. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can also join them on Friday nights at 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, with Women's Revolution, 139927Pound, which every Friday night, of course, is the best damn Friday night show to start your weekend off in more ways than one. Gerard and Michelle on that. As Michelle is also hopefully going to be back with us at the debate table, ladies and gentlemen, this week, however, on Wednesday night. We'll definitely uh, check that out, ladies and gentlemen in more ways than one. Of course, that will be getting underway at 8 p.m. this Wednesday. The caller ID is 139925-POUND. Okay, guys, I'm still trying to find it, so bear with me. I am looking like crazy right now. I cannot find the darn thing, but I'll find it later. Anyway, let's talk about the next match, guys. Roman Reigns, of course, taking on Kevin Owens. This is going to be a very, very interesting matchup, I think. Uh, John, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like in this one? Um... I say KO. All right, so KO gets out. Uh, John gave us his prediction. Let's go to you next, uh, Fonzie. Who do you like? You know what's going to happen, so why are we wasting time? We all should pick KO because Y2J is going to come and stick his nose in again Mm -hmm. and help. KO walk on again, so we all should pick KO. So yeah, yeah, it's not it's, it's no waste of breath. <laughs> yeah, but you never know. I mean, they're, they're definitely setting up something. Like I said, however, with these two, however, mind you, as far as the Royal Rumble goes, I think that's in the works right now. I think we're definitely going to see that coming up with everything that's coming up. I I would have to agree there. And Gerard, I don't think I have to ask you who you like, right? No, you don't, but I heard a report they want to drop the title to Roman so he could have both belts, so he could be, like, on top of the world. So, oh, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, he doesn't need he doesn't even need to have one belt, but <laughs> I hope KO beats him. But. Well, sp- I definitely agree there, guys. And speaking of which, I just saw a video. This is very cool, guys. I'm watching it right now. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. And you'll have to check if you can find it on YouTube somewhere. I'm going to thank Captain Dave Spieler for putting this up. You hear that bell ringing right now that's muted there. Uh, This is from Captain Dave's Wrestling Network. 
Captain Dave posted a video from earlier today, I think this was earlier today, maybe over the weekend, from the big red monster Kane, however, who was ringing the bell for the Salvation Army for charity. So guys, apparently Kane was definitely in the Christmas spirit, however, shall we say, and out of character. But this was very cool to see, however, and I just watched it. So Kane doing a very good deed for Christmas fans, however, everyone out there, however, by uh, giving everyone uh, Christmas charity wishes and whatnot, however. Did he have his mask on? He did not have a mask on. He was wearing it without the mask, however, as he had his buzz cut going. But uh, he looked pretty good doing that, however. And, uh, he gave a plug, I guess, to some radio station. Like I said, I don't know if it was earlier today in Philadelphia or just this past weekend uh, in his hometown. But uh, very, very cool to say the least, however. And uh, definitely uh, cool to see him giving uh, everyone uh, Christmas wishes and uh, also telling everyone to donate to charity. That was very exciting to say the least. So, uh, definitely, guys, we are going to be keeping our eyes and ears peeled in more ways than one, however, uh, this Sunday as far as Roblox goes. Now, before we get into our other big thing of the day, I'm going to ask anyone, does anyone have a bet uh, lined up for uh, the Sunday show? Uh, I'll start with you, Gerard. No. All right. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Um, Did we all pick Sasha or we picked? Oh, you all pick Sasha. I pick Charlotte. Yeah, he was only taking Charlotte. Uh, not really. Nah, nah. You're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you know what? I'm good too for right now. I might think of something later this week. You never know. And uh, John, we'll go to you. Yeah, I'll think of something too. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good, guys. Sounds good. All right, so there you have it, folks. Our thoughts of uh, Roadblock this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very interesting. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting, to say the least, however, so you definitely want to check that out, however, coming up this Sunday on the WWE Network. And, of course, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, tickets are still available, ladies and gentlemen, mind you, for the show, however, and uh, then some. So you definitely want to check this out, however, coming up on Sunday. Hasn't been sold out yet? No, there's still some tickets available, I heard. There's still some available oh, tickets. Fuck. I know. You think it would be sold out. I mean, that's what I thought, too. I mean... I thought they would be sold out too, but no, they are still available at the PPG. Hey, you know and, what? Roadblock. You yeah. Know, it, it, that's the stupidest event ever, they name it. Well, at least the name of the Armageddon. I, I miss Armageddon. I think we all or, do. Yeah. Armageddon, or or they, or Armageddon, they could have had Armageddon here. Or, you're right. They could have had Armageddon, or they could have, like I mentioned, they could have had TLC here. Originally, that was the plan. And yeah. They, or they, uh, Unforgiven. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, and guys, I just got some news uh, related, non-football news. You're going to love this story, uh, football-related, believe it or not, just coming in. And I want to thank my friend at the LA Times for just putting this up on Yahoo. According to reports from Frank Schwab, however, uh, apparently now, however, just less than a few weeks after getting an extension, you're going to laugh at this story. We talked about coaches who could be finding themselves on the unemployment line. Jeff Fisher has been released by the Los Angeles Rams. He has been wow. fired. Yes, he just got a contract extension not even a week and a half ago. And apparently wow. just about an hour ago, we understand in New York, however, excuse me, not New York, Los Angeles, we understand the Rams ownership met with him in his office and has told him to clean out his office. So he will not be coaching the Rams anymore. So wow. apparently Jim Fossil, excuse me, John Fossil, the son of former New York Giants coach Jim Fossil, however, mind you, however, will be the interim coach, however, according to Miles Simons of the Rams website. Now, he was given a two-year extension 
early in the preseason, but after losing 42-14 to yesterday, however, in which star running back Todd Gurley complained about the team having a, quote, middle school offense, however, and I'm sure he'll get in some trouble maybe with the ownership and maybe some of the coaches too. Jeff Fisher was given his release just less than an hour ago in Los Angeles, so apparently he is on his way out. And the word on the street is, and this is early speculation, guys, that Jim Harbaugh is back in the news again. Apparently Jim Harbaugh could be leaving Michigan to go back to the NFL once again, and this time taking over the Rams organization. What do you guys think of this story? Gerard, I'll start with you. Uh, Sure, if they need the help, I guess. Yep. They haven't been doing too good, right? No, they're, they're pretty bad this year. I mean, they're not as bad as Cleveland and San Francisco, but they're bad. I mean, San Francisco and Cleveland, obviously, the worst teams in the league, and I know they're going to make some changes in the offseason there. Uh, Fonzie, what do you make of this whole story with Jeff Fisher? Listen, it's not the coaches. Yes. Okay? It's not It's not Jeff, Jeff Fisher throwing the ball. Or yeah. They don't have no quarterback. Yes. That's the problem with the Rams offense. Their defense is stacked. Mm-hmm. Okay, with Aaron Donald from Pitt. He's yes. a fucking beast. Yes, he okay. is. They need they need a quarterback and they need a leadership. Yes. So I guess yeah, the the quarterback don't get fired or get released. Right. It's the head coach gets fired and released. Right. Which is pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Okay. You so, gave Jeff Fisher two years mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you got embarrassed yep. at home. Okay. Yep. By Atlanta. 42 to 14 against Atlanta. Yep. Which Atlanta stinks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I blame the offense. The mm-hmm. They need a quarterback. Right. They need a quarterback. Yes, they, they do. don't have anybody. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I hope they get... Well, they drafted Jared Goff. I mean, he's going to be a yeah, work in progress. He's going to be a work in progress. They're taking baby they steps with leadership. it. They do they need leadership. Like, You're right. You're right. And they the need a veteran. Right. They need a veteran like... Uh, Tim Tebow, um, yes. Pat White. Yes. Uh, there's other quarterbacks like Cotton McCoy. Yeah. You know, or uh, Tyler Paco or Tom Savage. Whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, a veteran quarterback can lead the team. Right. Or else bring Kurt Warner back. He's yeah. Not gonna he can run. He just fucking hand the ball or throw the ball. He right. can run. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't understand that. And I have now this week, yeah. which which you told me last night when I was coming home from Buffalo. Last yeah, Rex night. Ryan's now on the chopping Rex block, Ryan too. Now, now, he's and been Rex rumored to be Ryan on the chopping block. Rex Ryan leaving yeah. this week. Yeah. I heard before Sunday. Yeah. And I and a quarterback might be bench. Right, Tyrod so, Taylor's Tyrod Taylor's not doing real well up there. Yes, there's a lot yeah, of shakiness. So, huh? Yeah, but uh, like I said, the quarterback stinks. You know, you're up 16 on Oakland, and you fucking blow the game. Yeah, and let let Le'Veon Bell yep. ran down their throats. Mm. Gave a, a set a record mm. for 
25 carries to 200, almost 250 yards of rushing. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's incredible, that, no doubt. I agree. Yes, it is. I know Ben stumbled a little bit, three interceptions. Yeah. Honestly, we we dominate, but the the only thing almost cost us the game was the three turnovers. Three interceptions by the right. We'll get we'll get that fixed. Don't yeah, worry. I, I agree uh, with you. Yeah. We'll definitely so, ta- we'll definitely be talking about more we'll about see. the play- we'll definitely fix that up. But we'll talk more about the NFL in time, guys. And like I said, we'll talk more about the coaches that are on the carousel, so to speak. I mean, Jeff Fisher, the first one, as you mentioned, Rex Ryan, of course, a definitely big rumor going out there, ladies and gentlemen. Jason LeCanter reported last night on CBS Sports, and I told Fonzie earlier, and John, I think I didn't mention it to you or Gerard, but there is word out of Buffalo that Rex Ryan could be the next one on the chopping block as early as tomorrow this week. So he could be on his way out the door at Buffalo, New York, too, because uh, they are just playing very, very above-average football this year. I mean, they started out great, but then the last few weeks, I mean, they crapped out pretty well against the Raiders. They really struggled not finishing their job against them out there in Oakland last week. This week, they started out really shaky against Pittsburgh. They started to come back a little bit in the second half, however, but again, it was mistakes, 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 and that's been Buffalo's M.O., it seems like, quite a bit at times this year. Anyway, guys, we're going to talk now about the top stories of the year as we shift off from football to the top wrestling stories of the year. We're going to give you our top five stories of the year. Of course, next week, we'll talk about our non-five top stories of the year, and then we'll look ahead how our after Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, for our final show of the year in a couple weeks, however, which should be a very historic episode, number 75, to close out 2016. We will talk about what looks ahead for 2017. So with that said, let's take a look at the top five big stories that made wrestling inside and outside of the squared circle this year, and we're going to give our thoughts on each one of these right now. Gerard, we'll start with you. What were your top five stories of wrestling this year? No, we are just talking about, like, Wrestling matches? Or you can do about? matches. You can do certain pay-per-views. You can talk about certain shows. I mean, it doesn't matter. The sky's the limit for everyone. All right. Um, well, my top five would be Charlotte and the Boss winning three times, like, the belts and the yes. matches they put on. Yep, that's that's a good moment there. Yes, yes, that's in my top five, too. I think everyone would All have right. that in their top five. That's a good one. Okay, number four. Okay, um... I think uh, four would be Dolph winning the belt. Yes. Number three would be the New Day Reign. Yes. Number two would be, I think, AJ Styles, how he progressed, and he's done a lot this year. And my number one will be (laughs) Kevin Owens. Very good. I like your list. I like your list indeed, however. Okay, uh, John, let's go to you. Okay. You're my top five. All right, number one was Shane McMahon making his return. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, number two has to stick out in my mind eventually. In my mind was, uh, let's see, what else? The WWE draft. Mm-hmm. Number three, AJ yes. Styles being John Cena at SummerSlam. Okay. Number four 
like Gerard said, KO winning the WWE Universal title. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take it one step further. Number five, I went to WWE Battleground. I saved the best for last. <laughs> That's good. That's a good list. That's a good list. I like it. It's very good. Okay. Uh, very good there, John. Gerard, also good picks there, too. Fonzie, let's go to your top five. What were your top five this, of this year? <laughs> you have to go to me next, right? Yeah, I had to. I want to go last. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five, I have to agree with uh, Gerard R.T., mm-hmm. Sasha M., the bot, uh, mm-hmm. Sasha and the Charlotte Flair, uh, changing, changing titles. Mm-hmm. That will be number five. Number four yes. will be, I have to say, the draft. Mm-hmm. Number three will have to be Shane McMahon returns. Mm-hmm. Very good. Shane O'Mac. Yep. Number two will be Goldberg returning. Ooh, okay. And number one will have to be, I have to say this, but I know someone is listening. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I have to shut my mouth, but I can't. I think Goldberg beats my favorite girl, Black Widow's favorite man, uh, the Beast himself. Yes. The Falconer got beaten by Goldberg in two minutes and 12 seconds, the last pay-per-view. So that's mm. my number one pick right there. Okay. Goldberg up at seven. Up seven, the whole shock world that Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar for two minutes and 12 seconds. 120. 120. You're close enough. Okay. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Good. You guys have all got good ones so far. And, guys, I can tell you right now at the moment, however, before I get my list in, we are efforting right now. In fact, I am efforting while I was working with listening to all of your lists so far. We could be having a very special guest come on the line with us here in a few minutes, hopefully. Uh, if you guys remember this guy very well back in the 80s, he used to be a jobber at the WWE part-time, but he was a big name. Jose Luis Rivera. Do any of you guys remember that name? Yeah, I think so, yes. He used to be on the old MSG shows in the old uh, New York, like in the Philadelphia, D.C. area. Gerard, do you remember him back in the day in the early 80s when he used to appear on the USA shows? Uh, Sort of, yeah. Okay, well, right now we're going to be trying, we're trying effortlessly, effortlessly to get him on the line with us this afternoon as a very special calling guest here, uh, talking to him as we speak. Uh, we're also working on trying to get a couple other big names. Yes, I mentioned to Gerard and John, I mentioned to you, and hopefully we're going to try to get some more future guests lined up, including maybe possibly before the year's out or early next year. And right now, I don't know if we can do it or not, but I'm working these very carefully. How we could be having a former tag team member and also a former WCW wrestler joining us on the line as well, hopefully before the year's out or early next year. So we'll definitely be uh, letting you know about that. Uh, Well, the guy who we're talking to right now, maybe, possibly, and we're still kind of, I'm working on this myself right now, and I'll let you guys know if we can get this gentleman, could be the demon, Dale Torborg, the KISS demon, and the the team member that I was referring to, the Masked Superstar, or better known to you all as Demolition Member Axe, who's from Brownsville, Pennsylvania, Mr. Bill Eady. Believe it or not, however. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, we could be getting him. Uh, hold we on. Should get, we should get Stephanie McMahon on. We should try that. Or yeah. we should try Triple H or something. Well, that'd be tough. I know if, if, if I knew someone who knew both of those people, that'd be great, however. Uh, right. uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, let's see. Right now, how I'm I'm still working right now. We right now, uh, like I said, unfortunately, Mr. Rivera will not be able to make it. But right now, I am trying to set something up. We could be having him in the studio with us next week, guys. We could have him next week. You never know. Possibly. Hopefully, before Christmas, we'll get him on the show. But uh, we will definitely. I'm definitely working with him on that right now. Let me give you my top five while we're working on that right now. Here are my top five of the year. I would agree with Gerard. The women this year trading the belts back and forth three straight times, however, has been amazing. That is my number five. My number four would have to be, however, I, uh, he had, uh, hold on a second. I'm just working on this right now. Just a second. Hold on, guys. I'm working on this, too. Okay. Um, like I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, uh, like I said, however, um, like I said, okay, so AJ Styles is my number four. My number three this year, however, would be, I would have to say, however, uh, Kevin Owens uh, winning the Universal title and after what happened with Finn Balor, that's my number three. That's my number three moment of the year. Number two would be the return of Goldberg. I would agree there, however, mind you, about him showing back up, however, and dealing with Brock Lesnar. But my number one moment, guys, is going to be one that you mentioned there, Fonzie. Shane McMahon returning and fighting The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Probably one of the craziest matches I've ever seen. And to see Shane be that gutsy, to go into the ring with a Hall of Fame legend like the Dead Man and just... Take that fall, one of the greatest falls I think we've ever seen, bigger than Mick Foley in Taker in Pittsburgh, however. I mean, to see that in front of 100,000 people in Dallas, I mean, that was just one of the wildest, most unreal moments of the year. I mean, those two guys, granted the match was not a long time, but the thing was, at the end of the night, Howard, you weren't talking about the match, you were talking about how is Shane McMahon still be able to stand in one piece and handle Vince McMahon's own kid. I mean, this is a guy who hadn't wrestled for a long time. He's been doing outside wrestling things. However, the taker's still going strong every year, and even though he's starting to catch up with his age and is not the same guy he was 10, 15 years ago, he still went out there and just really gave everyone a show to see. And like I said, uh, with Goldberg being number two, however, I think it's worthy. I mean, he's been out of the business a long time, and what he did with... uh, Brock Lesnar at the Survivor Series, I can only imagine what we're going to see next month in San Antonio, guys, because I think the Alamo better be uh, bunning up its uh, doors, if you will, because it's going to be a cluster, you know what, all over the Alamo. See, it's going to be so messy, they might as well spill to the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, with AJ, excuse me, with AJ debuting in WWE, he made quite an early impact this year. At the Rumble, he made a big splash his first night in. No one thought he was going to show up that night. I mean, I was one of the few people who said he was going to show up, and everyone said, oh, he'll be on the night after the Rumble. He'll be at WrestleMania. He'll be there before WrestleMania. I said, no, no, no. He'll be there well, well ahead of time. And sure enough, the first few months he came in, however, he made a big impact, and he continues to make a big impact this year, including beating John Cena, which was awesome. And, of course, as we all know, he is the champ that runs the camp, the face that runs the place. And no, that is not John Cena anymore, people. That is the phenomenal one. 
AJ Effin Styles, let's just say. And, of course, we'll see what happens on SmackDown tomorrow night as he has his own agenda to deal with in form of his uh, somewhat new friend, if you will, Mr. James Ellsworth. And, of course, I mentioned my other two. So, guys, great moments all around. No question about it. Next week we will talk about our least favorite five moments of the year. But in the meantime, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 four. 7044, caller ID 138744-POUND. This is episode 73 for Monday, December the 12th, however, 2016, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we got the human suplex machine on. We got the man, the myth, the legend, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. We also got Fonzie with us, the heartbreak kid. Of course, you got the Iceman here, Jared DiGiraldo. Guys, we got plenty of time here for the next 40 minutes or so, however, before we get into our breakdown as far as the raw ratings and whatnot. So let's get into our favorite thing, and Gerard loves this as well as much as I do, our Wicked Wild Fantasy Matchups. We're going to give you our thoughts. It can be anything past or present. Gimmick match, not gimmick match. So, guys, the sky's the limit, so get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. We're ready to go. Gerard, we'll start with you with the first fantasy matchup of the day. Well, I'm going to go with the club versus demolition. All right. The club versus demolition. This is good, guys. This is a good one. Okay. Uh, that being said, uh, Gerard, give us your uh, prediction. The club. All right. Uh, John, who do you like? Club. All right, huh? And uh, Fonzie, what about you? The Demolition. All right, you're going to go with Demolition. I'm going to go, this is tough because both all four are good, but at the end of the day, I'm going to go with the club too as well. So, uh, uh, so that being said, however... Mind you, uh, very good match here. Draw to start out the show. All right, we'll go next to uh, John. John, what do you got for your first match- matchup? Okay. Um, my first match will be a uh, compound match. All right. Between Broken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt in Matt Hardy's home. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this one. This is a good one. Okay, Broken Matt Hardy, we've talked about in the past, guys. I mean, this is a guy who's very, very interesting, to say the least. Uh, okay, uh, who do you like in this one? Uh, Which means... Broken Matt Hardy. You're going to take Matt Hardy. Hmm. You know I'm going to go against you on this one. I'm going to take uh, Bray Wyatt, however, mind you, however. All right, hold on a second, mind you. I'm just doing something here. Oh, shit. All right, Fonzie, you're up next. I me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, we. You picked. Uh, Bray, I you took Bray White, yeah. right? Yeah, I took Bray White. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to uh, follow. Follow the passes. I'm going to go with Bray White. Okay, you're going to go with Bray White as well. And Gerard, let's go to you next. Follow the buzzards. All right, very good, very good. Oh, you've been deleted. 
And guys, I can, uh, uh, like I said, next week, however, I can honestly say right now at this point, ladies and gentlemen, unless something comes off power, we can now confirm at this point, ladies and gentlemen, possibly that next Monday we are going to have a very special guest on our show. It is Mr. Jose Luis Rivera, former WWE uh, mid-card low-end jobber who wrestled guys like Moondog Rex, Johnny Rods, and all those guys. So, guys, have a lot of decent questions ready for uh, Mr. Rivera next week. Uh, this is a guy I think also, I think, was involved in the whole Bruiser Brody thing, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, I'll have to go back and double-check my notes on that to be sure. I think he was part of the uh, matter back in 1980. Uh, Gerard, do you remember this uh, somewhat? A little bit. Okay. Well, next week, guys, we're going to have to have a lot of questions ready, however. Oh, is he coming on next week? Yes. What is his, what is his name? Jose Luis Rivera. So, Jose Rivera, then. What's that? It's Jose Rivera, not his middle name, right? Well, his real name is Jose Luis Rivera, like I said, guys. I mean, I okay. can't. Uh, but uh, we, uh, he used to be at eighties. He used to be with the WWE back in the eighties. Yeah, I, I remember watching him many, many times when I was a kid. Was he a wrestler or was he? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was known as Conquistador Uno back in the day. Okay. He uh, he uh, wrestled in the seventies. He uh, was uh, he he was known as Mac Rivera, the Black Demon, the Red Demon. He, uh, he, like I said, he sold in the early 80s, however, he, uh, like I said, fought, uh, he fought Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. at one time in 1986 and beat him by TKO. Did he, uh, did he fight, uh, Bruno San Martino? I think he fought Bruno a couple times, yeah, I, back in the day, I'm looking here at his bio right now. He also okay. fought guys like, uh, Rene Goulet, Butcher Fashan, Tiger Chung Lee. Tony I No, he never met Larry Sabisco, unfortunately. He did not. No? Okay. He did wrestle WCW 1991. Uh, he, he, like I said, I'm looking right now. He, uh, it, I'm looking here. He was actually, where was it? I'm trying to find the story. He, he, I don't think he, he, he was one of the invaders. No. I'm looking right now. He used to be the conquistadors, like I said, however. Uh, he wrestled in WCW for a brief time, however, as the angel. And he challenged Tom Zinkauer to the television title. But like I said, he also has wrestled in the World Wrestling Council, believe it or not, WWC in Puerto Rico. So uh, he, he's basically an early 80s guy. He also uh, wrestled in gym, an amateur in the gyms before fighting guys like Superstar Graham and Ivan Koloff. So his first match was in July of 1970, believe it or not, as the heel red team. But then he came back in the mid-80s. And then, like I said, he used to do TV tapings all the time with guys like Barry Mikhail Sakluna, the Iron Sheik. Bob Bradley, uh, Tiger Chung Lee, like I mentioned, S.D. Jones, Mr. Fuji, Tony Gurria, uh, Charlie Fulton, The Rock's father, I think he met one time in the ring. So he, it's going to be very interesting, guys. We're gonna, uh, let, he'll definitely join us uh, hopefully next week. He's going to let me know about that. So, guys, we're going to have a very special guest here right before the uh, Christmas holiday. So very, very excited to say the least. Okay. Uh, who has gone already? Who has not gone yet already? I know Gerard went first. Uh, John, you John went. So, uh, Fonzie, I'll go back to you now. It is your turn now. Because you're third, and I'll go last. That's why you're up. Go. I know, I know. Jeez. All right. Uh, 
hmm, this is not really going to happen anytime soon, but I'd like to see it, though. All right. Uh, a buried alive match. Yes. Okay. And we are going to see a 46th president of the United States. Yes. And I hope he wins it, and I hope it will be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus um, AJ Styles. Ooh, Stone Cold and AJ in a Buried Alive match. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. And I have to go for the rattlesnake himself. And I think it will be his 13th or 12th. Yes. Somewhere around there, his uh, title reign. Mm-hmm. How many titles he won? So I'm going to yep. go with a rattlesnake 316. All right. your ass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that, that, that's a good pick there, and that was a nice match you made there, too. Very interesting there. Okay, Stone Cold versus AJ, very entertaining there. Uh, with that said, John, let's go to you next. What is your pick? Um, I am saying AJ Styles. Okay, you're going to take the champ that runs the camp, and, of course, I'll do the same thing as much as I like both of these guys. This is a tough one. I think AJ's going to pull it out the last second with the Styles Clash. Gerard, I don't think I have to ask who you like, right? You don't, but I'll say it anyways. The place yeah. that runs the f- place, the, the face. Ah, shit. I fucked That's up. all right. Don't worry about it. Wait, wait. The face that runs the place, the champ that runs the camp. There you go. There you go. The phenomenal one indeed. No question about it. Great athlete. No question about it. All right, guys. I'm next. And you know what? I'm going to make this a real good one next, Tyler. This is, is going to be a real – you're going to laugh at me. And I think, Gerard, you're going to really hate me when I do this, however. And I think everyone's going to – this is going to be a boxing match. I mean, we haven't had a boxing match yes. Yeah. Well, this this this, this happened. This the last time there was a boxing match. Don't forget though, Fonzie, if you remember, and Don Don remembers this too. I mean, there was a match at one time between Matt Hardy and MVP, along with Roddy Piper and Mr. T. But this time, I'm gonna have a little twist with it. I'm gonna have two guys. The two guys fight, but they're gonna have their own separate corner man. In this case, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have. Let's see. Two guys who don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but they are really at each other's throats. So we're going to have Kevin Owens fight Chris Jericho. But, but this is where it gets interesting. You're going to have two different cornermen. In KO's corner, it's going to be Rollins. And in Jericho's corner, it's going to be Roman. So uh, you're going to have a little. It, 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 just follow me on this. This is, this is okay. a little interesting. This is, hey, hey, are you drunk? No, I'm not yeah, drunk. I if I was, I'd have a beer sitting right next to me right now. But I'm just saying, you got two guys <laughs> fighting each other and two guys who are not the best of friends. All four of these guys are not the best of friends with each other right now. So I'm saying KO's backed up by Seth Rollins in this case, and Jericho's going to be backed up by Roman. So I'm going to ask you, Mr. Gerard, who do you like in this one? And I'm not drunk, by the way, either, guys. All right. Oh, I'm halfway drunk, so it's okay. Nice. Uh, I'm not sober, but I'm not drunk. So that's all right. That works. Uh, that's all right. Uh, so I'm going to pick the prize fighter, Kevin Owens. All right. I would go with that, too. No doubt about it. Uh, John, who do you like? Yeah, same here. All right. Very good. And, Fonzie, what about you? Uh, 
One of the worst match I ever heard is from JD. Yeah. But, yeah, I had to go with KO. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. 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 This, 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 this yeah. would be. All right, guys. Like I said, this this would be an entertaining matchup, no doubt about it. I think this would be a very entertaining matchup, to say the least. However, all right, uh, we still got time for another round of fantasy matchups, so let's uh, get into that right now and tell you our thoughts as we continue on here. Let's go to round number two, however, and with round number two, we began with Gerard round one. We're going to shift it around and spin it 90 degrees to the right. And who do I see right now in my mirror but the man from Front Row, Virginia in my mirror? That's who it is, Mr. John Gross. John, what is match number two in your thing? You have to get me. So it's been, yeah. Yeah. All right, well... I think um, I'm gonna go one even further, and and uh, let's do a miracle on 34th Street fight match in okay. honor of Christmas. I like it. Go ahead. And we can do uh, let's see, we'll have a uh, big boss man. Yes. Take on Rusev. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this one. Okay, uh, who's your pick? Nothing but hard times to Rusev and Lana because of uh, what they did in that hotel room. There you go. Okay, very interesting there. Okay, very interesting. All right. Uh, thank you very much there, John. Uh, Fonzie, who do you got? Rest in peace. Big boss, man. Yes. Very well, well said. Well said. No question about it. I'm going to go with the boss man, too. Uh, Gerard, I don't have to ask again who you got, right? Because this is no brain. No, uh, you think I got somebody, but I got Mr. NWO for life, big boss man. Whoa! He changed it up on us, guys. I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna go with his original pick from earlier there and he thought he was gonna yeah, get wow. there. I think we all we got thrown for a curve there, guys. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Okay. All right. So all right, so and I think like I said, it's unanimous guys. I think we're all gonna go with Dave Boston there, John. Excellent matchup, I like fantastic matchup to say the least. Okay, let's go next, however, to the man who runs the place, however, Mr. Gerard T. Smith for his second round match. Gerard, what do you got for round two? Oh, I got a doozy. All right, fire away. I got Bruiser Brody versus Luke Harper in a street fight. Wow, good one here. Real good one here. Bruiser Brody, Frank Goodish, probably one of the toughest, if not one of the most physical wrestlers of his day, I would have to say. Of course, having so many great matches back in the day with the great Abdul the Butcher. Of course, we all know about Luke Harper, a member of the Y Trio, who, of course, as I refer to as the Duck Dynasty duo. But uh, this this is a good matchup here in more ways than one, no question about it. All right, uh, you made the match, so give us your uh, prediction. Bruiser Brody. All right, Bruiser Brody. You know what? I'm going to go with Bruiser, too. I mean, Bruiser was a tough fighter. I watched uh, about two months ago. One of his best matches was uh, against uh, the Butcher, of course, and that was in uh, the old Con Bowl Stadium at the old WCCW Con Bowl show. When uh, Abby was being managed by the uh, late great, another great who should be in the Hall of Fame as a manager and a guy who used to manage a lot of great wrestlers back in his day, the great uh, playboy himself, Gary Hart. 
Uh, of course, Gary Hart was a very unique wrestler, never made it to the WWE, unfortunately. But he uh, used to manage uh, a lot of great guys back in the day in the old uh, WCW and WCCW, if you will. Uh, John, who do you That's like? The AWA, too. That's right. He was in the AWA. You're right. And uh, he also, like I said, managed a lot of guys. Roddy Piper, Sabisco, uh, Ivan Koloff, just list a few. Uh, a couple others. Jerry Lawler, uh, who else? Uh, besides Terry Funk, uh, Big John Studd, One Man Gang, Gino Hernandez, the Playboy, Gentleman Chris Adams, uh, Dusty Rhodes for a brief time, too, believe it or not. So, yes, he, he had a lot of guys in his uh, camp, if you will. Uh, sorry about that, John. Go right ahead with your answer, please. Uh, Bruiser Brady. All right. And, uh, Fonzie, who do you like in this one between Bruiser Brody and Mr. Harper? Mr. Harper. Mr. Harper, you're taking. Okay. Okay. Uh, very, very interesting there, to say the least. Very good answers, guys. Okay. Uh, so far, we've had some good matches here in first and second round. We are now going to go on to our next person. And that next person is who, uh, as I'm, I, can't, uh, I know, uh, John made his first round. John, uh, we'll go to uh, Fonzie last this time because I'll go third this time, Fonzie. So here's my next match, guys. It is a woman's match. It will be uh paddle on a pole match, if you will. Ooh. And you're going to like the participants here. It will be Charlotte. Uh, we also knew. Taking on Lita. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Charlotte and Lita, guys. Paddle on a pole. And uh, I already have my answers, but I'm going to save it for the last thing. I'm going to start with Gerard this time. Charlotte and Lita, who gets spanked here? Oh, I think we all win. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all do. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I just hope I get spanked, but uh, never mind. But, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Lita. <laughs> okay. Yes. Very good answer there. Okay, John, Charlotte and Lita, who do you got? Uh, I got Lita. All right, and I'm going to take Lita, too. No voice in my hatred for Charlotte. No, it's okay. It's understandable, but still, I think we all win here in this case, though. And, uh, Fonzie, who do you got? Uh, I thought RT was going to pick. Charlotte Flair. That's the yeah, but listen, but listen, Fonzie. I love Charlotte, but I my favorite, one yeah. of my favorite is Lita. Yeah, he, he is a Lita admirer. He's a very much a Lita fan too. Very much yeah. a Lita fan. That's a definite. I know that for a fact. There, Fonzie, you're right. Yeah. He is a Charlotte Backer, okay. but most of the time he he definitely loves Lita. He loves Lita as much as Charlotte, Trish. But if if it's Lita or Trish. I think leader. Exactly. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Trish is his all-time favorite, though. No doubt about it. And you won't get any from me and John on this end. So, uh, uh, I'm going to go with Lita. Lita, JD. You're going to go with Lita, too? Okay. Yes. You're going to go over to Okay. All right. So, very good matches, guys. And now, with that said, however, mind you, we're going to go to uh, – the last round here in round number two before we start round number three here one more time, and then we'll get our raw ratings and predictions in for the day. However, uh, we'll go to Fonzie. Fonzie, what is your uh, match for round number two? <laughs> yes, you picked me last. I love it. Okay. This is going to be great. I know I know. Uh, JRT is going to be happy if I said this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. My favorite girl is going to be, and it's going to be for the WWE title, 
Okay. Yep. Above the ring. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's going to be between uh, Trish, the Satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Against the boss, Shasha Banks. Ooh. And I'm going to pick the Canadian girl from Toronto, Trish, Satisfaction. So Trish and Sasha you're taking here is your match, and you're going with the dish herself, the lovely, beautiful, who I just saw a picture of recently and is still looking mighty fine in her age. Let me tell you, pretty damn good, let's just say. How I'd like to see her come back and uh, teach yep. some of these less girls a lesson this, and teach these girls not more than a lesson, just teach them how to, be a, how to get over. I mean, I know Bailey is like getting over a little bit here and there. Charlotte still has the attitude. That's understandable, but, but off camera, she's supposed to be a pretty decent person. Sasha, of course, I think has a little bit of Trish in her, no doubt about it. The only person I think that needs a lot of work, obviously, is Dana Brooke. And now, who knows what they're going to do with Emma, especially if this whole Emma-Lena thing starting up tonight. That's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. But uh, very good match there, Fonzie. Uh, John, let's go to you next. Uh, Trish and Sasha, who do you like in this one? Sasha to win. We're going to go Sasha, okay. And, again, I don't have to ask Gerard this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Gerard, (laughs) who is it? I'm doing that a lot today. The big boobs. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yeah. And I I would agree there, too. Like I said, I mean, she has – I mean, I just saw a picture of her, guys. She is looking really good. No doubt about it. I just saw her – in a, uh, a magazine spread recently, how I and uh, she, like I said, she is looking mighty fine. Let's just say, and she has really changed her look. I mean, her hairstyle is a lot different than the last time we saw her, too, guys. I mean, she's really looking a lot different. And I think uh, she has, in fact, she has her own website, TrishStratus.com, where you can shop and find her own clothing. So, uh, in fact, Howard, you can find this now. I'm looking right now, guys. You can find. Uh, this is pretty cool, however, on com, a unisex men's T-shirt for only $25. A pullover Great. hoodie is $40, yeah. On com, You can check it out, guys. And Great. as far as DVDs go, I think uh, she also has her uh, DVDs out, however, in some yeah, uh, mind you, including Stratosphere Yoga for Men, $20. So uh, if you're looking to take yoga, however, guys, check it out on com. No, I know that, but what'd you say? She has a DVD called Stratosphere Yoga for Men. Oh, my God. Are you yes. serious? I'm dead serious. Men? Yeah. She teaches yoga. Uh, She's very talented. She's she very teaches, good, man. Yeah. She teaches yoga? Yeah, yeah she looks pretty I, damn good. I think me and JRT might have to take. Well, Gerard's near her, so Gerard's going to have to fly us both, up, me, you, and John up, and everyone else up to see Trish in person. Yeah, go to yeah, TrishStratus.com. She's looking pretty good. I think I want to take up yoga now. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we all do. Right. 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 Oh, I was thinking that too, Gerard. Good call. Good call. Yes, very good call. Oh, that's great. All right, guys, we got time for one more round before we wrap it up this afternoon, however. And, of course, uh, let's go into round number three, however. Uh, let's just say, uh, with that said, uh, we've already started with John. we started with uh, uh, Gerard as well. We're going to start round three off this time with Fonzie. Fonzie, what do you got for round three? Okay. All right. I have to go with 
Hell in a Cell. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And it's going to be the dead man himself. Yep. Again. Oh, you put me on the spot here. Shit. I'm going to go with... Oh, man. I can't pick him because he's my favorite, too. They're both my favorites. But I have to pick it. RKO. Okay, so Taker and Randy in Hell in a Cell, huh? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, who do you like in this one? Yeah, they're both good. Uh, I'm going to go with the RKO. Over the Undertaker. So you're going to take Randy? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, that being said, very good pick there, however. Uh, Gerard, who do you got on this one? I'm going to pick this for MLD. I'm going to pick Randy Orton. Nice, nice. I would have to go with Randy, too. I would have to go with Randy, too. John, who do you got? I agree, too. All right, very good. All right, very good match there, Fonzie. Uh, Let's go next, however, to uh, Gerard, however, mind you, however, with match number three, and what is his third match? (laughs) I got a good one. You guys are going to love this one. Fire away. All right, it's going to be Vince McMahon versus uh, Ric Flair. Yes. In a Viagra on a pole match. Oh, oh my God. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Very, very nice. Oh, that's great. The one who can go woo all night long. There you go. This portion of WCW Raw Radio is brought to you by Viagra. Viagra for all your men's needs. Okay. So we're going to pick here. And if it lasts for four hours, please call a doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to your machinery and make sure you uh, keep your uh, blood pressure low. Okay. Enjoy your heart. I got Ric Flair, and everyone is yes. grounded for this. <laughs> I know. That could be grounded, awesome. grounded, 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 grounded. Yes. <laughs> but you never know. Oh, that's great. I'm only grounded for four hours, right? Or call a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. 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 Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Flair, too. i got to take Flair in this one. Uh, Fonzie, what do you got? Why are you going to ask that question? Everybody won. You know yeah. who's going to take. You know who's going to win. Yeah. It's going to be, woo, all night long in the hotel, rolling yes. and styling. Yes. And profiling. Yes. We've got to go with a nature boy, Ric Flair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Uh, good one here. I like your uh, thinking here. Whoops, sorry about that. Uh, okay, go ahead. Give us your uh, prediction, please. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane. All right, uh, Gerard, what about you? Sheamus and Cesaro. All right. I'm going to go with Sheamus and Cesaro in this one, however. Mind you, however. And, uh, Fonzie, what about you? Who is this match again? Um, John, uh, list the match again, however, if you can, please. Daniel Bryan and Kane against Sheamus and Cesaro. Ooh. Let's go for the swing. The Swiss swing. All right, however. So, good match there, guys. I mean, good match, however, mind you, however. Uh, uh, mind you, and... Uh, All right, it's my turn. I'm going my last match of the day. And then, of course, uh, we will get into the Raw ratings and predictions. Of course, don't forget, next week, ladies and gentlemen, on Raw Radio for episode number 74, it is going to be a very special one. However, the week before Christmas, if you will, we will talk about the not-so-great moments of the year that impacted our life. We will also talk about, as far as wrestling goes, I should say not our life, but wrestling in general. We will also talk about the aftermath from Roadblock. However, and we also hope to have on the show a very special guest, however, Mr. Jose Luis Rivera, former WWE competitor from the 1980s, however, who was uh, a mid-card low-end jobber. Of course, uh, now he is working, I believe, as a assistant warden in a prison, believe it or not, down in Puerto Rico, but he will take some time out to talk to us about his career, however, and we can, uh, we'll can we have some questions for him about his life in the WWE back in the 80s and uh, certain superstars and maybe get everyone's opinion about certain guys like oh, they used to face guys like S.D. Jones, Tiger Chung Lee, uh, Corporal Kirshner, the Iron Sheik, and so on. So be sure to check that out next Monday. Hopefully we'll have him on the show, ladies and gentlemen, however, and we'll let you know if we will have him on the air with us officially at the start of the show next week, but uh, definitely stay tuned. Okay, here's my last match of the day. It will be a scaffold match. I've been doing a lot of gimmick matches today. I don't know why, but I just, I'm in the mood for them. Here is your scaffold match. It will be the team of Finn Balor and Neville taking on the duo of hmm okay I got it the Midnight Express beautiful Bobby Eaton sweet Stan Lane and of course the Midnight Express did a couple of these so uh Let's uh we're gonna we're doing old school versus new school scaffold type match. And Gerard, who do you like in this one? I'd have to go with the experience Midnight Express. Uh you going with the Midnight Express. This is a tough one for me. I mean I like both teams, however, but I would have to agree I'm gonna go with the Midnight Express as well. Uh John, who do you got in this one? Uh Finn Bauer and Neville. Ooh, we're going to go with the new school. Okay, okay. And Fonzie will go to you for the last one. Uh, the old school. You're going to go with the Midnight Express too, huh? Yep. 
All right, so good predictions all around, guys. Very, very good uh, predictions from everyone today. Very, very, very good matches, too, by the way. 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND. This is Raw Radio, and, of course, we will be here for the next 5 to 10 minutes, of course. We will have a great closing show for you here in just a little bit. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, we're here each and every Monday. The Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the King NWA, Gerard T. Smith, Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, and the rest of the gang, of course, always giving you laughs and plenty of things to smile about every Monday after school. You can always check us out on TalkShoe.com where our shows are archived. Guys, as we are winding down the show, however, we've got three more shows. Actually, after, right after today, we've got two more shows to go, believe it or not, but we're going to get into raw ratings right now. We already got raw ratings from our boss, Mr. W. Siri, Chad Hinchley, who, by the way, sends greetings to all of us. Of course, we'll hear from him tomorrow night. He says that this week's raw rating will be a 2-0. The main event will be Jericho versus KO non-title in Philadelphia, so that is his prediction. I'm going to turn it over to... Uh, John, what is your prediction this week for the uh, Go Home Show as we head into Roadblock? Um, yeah, I think I can agree with Chad on that. But at the same time, however, yes, I think we should see an all-star six-person tag team match, and you'll know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. You know, you'll know where I'm going. Right. Um. We're going to have the team of Seth Rollins. Yes. Roman Reigns. Yes. But wait, there's more. I'm listening. And Sasha Banks. And I'm sorry, Gerard, I took your line. And it'll be the team of Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks, and Roman Reigns taking on, taking on, uh, Kevin Owens, yes, Charlotte, and Chris Jericho. Hmm. So an intergender six-person tag. Okay. And what is your number this week? A two point four. Two four. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go next. I will say this week's rating goes to a two three. And I think the main event will be the triple threat tag team matchup: the Club, the New Day. And uh, also uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, who will win. That happen too. Yeah, but that, that's my prediction. I'm gonna stay with my prediction. And you know what? Call me crazy, call me nuts, but I'm gonna say it. Gerard and I've been talking. We've talked about it all day. I think the club finally break down the wall and stop the New Day's reign a few hours short of tying the record. The club will leave Philadelphia with the gold tonight. This is their night to shine. Uh, Gerard, let's go to you next. Raw rating and main event, please. What was last week's rating? Last week's was a 210 to a 215, so it's been doing much better the last four or five weeks. They're starting to pick it up again. Okay, so, uh, it'll be up a little bit last week. And my prediction is, and I've been saying this forever, and it's never happened. Yes. <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins versus KO and Jericho. Why the hell hasn't it happened yet? It could happen tonight, though. It could very well happen tonight. You might be right. It could happen tonight. We'll see. It would be very interesting if they go with that. That would be very, very interesting. It could very well happen tonight, of course. As we said, a lot going down tonight, of course. Uh, as you know, the great big Christmas light fight is on again. 
And for the first time, I think they're doing the show in one of the shows in Canada. I'm not sure exactly where, but they are doing it in Canada. Uh, they're also, of course, got the big uh, voice on tonight. You got uh, also uh, the hockey game between the Penguins and the Arizona Coyotes. Of course, the Penguins coming off a very big win against Tampa Bay Saturday night. And of course, you got a great action-packed Monday night game between the Ravens and the Patriots. So that'll be very entertaining there in Foxborough as the Steelers hope to stay. Uh, within stride of the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC North Division. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you next. However, what is your raw rating prediction tonight? All righty. How many times have I been right? The last few weeks you've been off, though. What's that? The last couple weeks you've been off on your uh, the rating. No, I wasn't. I was yeah. always close. You were close, yes, but uh, they went a little bit above the last few weeks. They yeah, went a little bit above. last week because, you know why they went over last week? Because they put Sasha, uh, Sasha and Charlotte on. Charlotte for the title, okay? Right. And uh, I'm going to say again yes. because the boys are playing tonight, the yes. Penguins. Yes. We are the the Patriots fans for tonight. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say one, it, it, it's going to drop uh, one nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to drop by a point. Yeah. And the main event is not going to be the ladies. It might be KO and Jericho facing each other. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, and guys, yeah. before we continue on real quick, how are, so the, is, is that official now? What's that? Your uh, rating. Yeah, that's my... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And guys, I just saw something. I'm trying to see if I can pull it back up again here. I just saw, apparently, JBL is going to be having another guest on his show. and You'll never guess who's going to be on Wednesday, how are on the WWE Network. You might want to check it out. It yeah. will... It will be Hall of Famer Medusa joining the show. Oh, Alundra Blaze. Yeah, Medusa. Alundra Blaze will sit down with JBL this Wednesday afternoon at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, folks, on the WWE Network. So be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, in more ways than one, however, coming up this week, however. So, on that note, folks, as we are just about running out of time here, looking at the clock here, we're about two minutes away from wrapping it up here. I do want to thank the panelists, Tower, for joining us today, King N.W. George T. Smith, the man, the legend himself, Mr. John Gross, the human suplex machine. Also, we want to thank you for listening in, along with, uh, of course, Fonzie, the heartbreak kid. We will be back next Monday after my big 40th celebration. We'll talk about Roblox and my experience there. We'll talk more. Thank you. Yes. We'll also talk about what the year in review that was not so good to us, however, as we look back at the uh, not-so-great moments of the year heading into Christmas week. But we also also happen to have hopefully have you call in as well and also have our very special guest, and he will let me know later in the week if he can make it or not, and that is former WWE wrestler, mid-card guy, Jose Luis Rivera. So on that note, folks, for the Iceman, along with King NWO George T. Smith, John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine, Fonzie the Heartbreak Kid, this is JD saying so long from Ringside. But before we go, John's going to take us out with a Christmas tune, however, that uh, we found out. And Gerard, you're going to love this. And John, you better have found this tune, I hope. It is in dedication to you, Gerard, and to all the people out there 
celebrating the McKenzie Brothers Christmas song, however, from Strange Brew the movie. So it is the 12 days of Christmas, the McKenzie Brothers version. Yes! John, I told John we had to put it on since it's Christmas, so this makes sense. So for you McKenzie Brothers fans like Gerard and myself and everyone out there, this is the 12 days of Christmas, the McKenzie Brothers version. So we're going to let this play all the way through. And John, I want it all the way through. We'll talk to you next week at ringside. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. So long, everyone. John, take us out. Mackenzie Brothers. Okay, here we go. If I can find it. Oh, uh, come on. No, you can't find it. He'll find it. Don't worry. He'll get it. It's funny. It's great, though. You'll love it, though. Bond. Oh, I know. I know Jordan loves this one. So do I. I've listened to it almost every year, usually. Okay, good day. It's a Christmas part of the album. You can play this in Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas. I wasn't on. What are you doing? No. Oh, it's a great white north, and it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey. Oh. Right, that's that too. too. Uh, there's two Saturdays. Three. I'm trying.
Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.